rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. I am Brenda Rogers, candidate for Kane County Recorder of Deeds. As your next Recorder of Deeds, I will protect our taxpayers' investment, bring awareness to the position, and do outreach to our residents and veterans. I am asking for your vote during early voting, mail-in ballot, or on November 3rd. Vote for Brenda Rogers, Kane County Recorder of Deeds, paid for by Citizens for Brenda Rogers. Oh, <laughs> all right. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. We are sitting here with blue behind us, kind of like the sky. It's a very pretty blue, um, but the weather is indicative of how I feel today. The current temperature is 46 degrees, and it has a high of 73 today. That high will be reached at around 3 p.m. Uh, tomorrow will be a sunny day with a high of 78 degrees, and Friday looks to be sunny and 80. Um, good morning, Aurora. You're listening to the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We have a great show for you guys today. We are here with our friend of the show, Brenda Rogers. Uh, and before we get into that, we've got a good amount of news to tell you guys. So now the, the news that I have to tell you is something that you should have been paying attention to already. And that is the Community Development Block Grant, CDBG. Uh, the digital applications for that became available yesterday and they need to be submitted by 4 o'clock p.m. the 23rd of October. Uh, now that link was posted yesterday and that's auroratechil.org neighborhood redevelopment. Uh, so please take out, you know, take some time, fill it out, check it out and uh, get involved in that. Starting this Thursday, another round of the Change Initiative listening sessions will be taking place. The first at New England Church at 406 West Galena. Join Mayor Irvin and Aurora Police officials as they listen to your thoughts on policing and progress in Aurora. All sessions start at 6 p.m. For more information, you can go to auroratechil.org change to register, and you must register. You got to be registered. All right. Now, nearly one-third of businesses surveyed are in danger of closing by February 2021 if Illinois reverts back to phase three of the Illinois, excuse me, of the Restore Illinois plan with nearly 15% permanently closing within two months. Now, this is very important because uh, the city of Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce and Invest Aurora have another um, survey going around. It's the Business Implications Survey of COVID-19. Um, this second survey is going to be uh, producing a report aimed at measuring the impact and implications of COVID-19 on businesses across the Aurora region. Uh, the COVID-19 Business Implications Survey Report provides a close look at the data from 98 survey responses collected between September 8th, 2020 and September 1st, excuse me, September 21st, 2020. Uh, 2020, excuse me. Uh, this information is brought to us by two great Aurora organizations, the Regional Chamber of Commerce and Invest Aurora. The Chamber of Commerce is the voice of and the catalyst for business success. And Invest Aurora is a 501c3 public and private economic development partnership dedicated to expanding economic opportunities in Illinois. Uh, the organization is focused on the attraction, retention, and promotion of businesses within the city of Aurora and provides small business grants and loans through its Finish Line Grant and the John C. Dunham Revolving Loan Program. That's a mouthful. Visit investaurora.org to learn more about that. It's a much easier way to do it than me just 
rambling. All of that mouthful of jargon. The time is now 8.51 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Accountability in government is not a nice to have. It's a must have. That's why I'm voting for Tracy Miller for Kane County Board District 4. As a mother and businesswoman, she understands the middle class. From an election judge, citizens committees, and as a precinct committee person, she's been here with us, with the people. Tracy has over 30 years of experience as an accountant, CPA, and small business owner. She is fighting to keep the property taxes from going up and to keep us, the citizens, informed of what's taking place. I want a voice in the county government that listens to me. I want a friend, a neighbor, an advocate. I want someone who cares. That's why, as an Aurora resident, I'm voting Tracy Miller on November 3rd for Kane County Board District 4. Our city and our county deserve the best. Vote Tracy Miller. Paid for by friends of Tracy Miller. All right. Good morning, Aurora Sports. Did you guys watch Monday Night Football? Run to you, football fan? No. Okay. Here's what happened. <laughs> uh, the Packers beat the Falcons pretty badly, 30-16. to 16. Aaron Rodgers completed 27 of 33 passes for a total of 327 yards and four touchdowns. So it wasn't really, it wasn't really pretty. Okay. Uh, they're now 4-0. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Patriots 26-10 also Monday night. And then the Bears are getting ready for Thursday when they'll face off with Tom Brady and the Bucks. Uh, hockey's back in the news. The Blackhawks have their 17th round draft pick today in that draft, so we'll see how that goes. And then finally in basketball, uh, finals continue with the Lakers and the Heat playing game four tonight. And that's all we have. A lot of news. Nice. Nice. All right. So uh, now we get into our interview with Brenda Rogers. Good to have you back. Well, thank you. Thank you yeah. for having me back. Good to see you again. Good to see you again. Uh, a lot has gone on since the last time that we talked. Um, how has campaigning been for you, or you know, going around meeting the folks? Wonderful. I'm meeting a lot of great people in the community. Um, everyone is receiving me very well, so mm -hmm. I'm very thankful for that. Um, up and down the Fox Valley area, people have been very, very kind. So it's been going very good. Good. Um, now, how big is Kane County? Uh, as far as square footage, I'm not sure, but we have over 500,000 people. Okay. All right. Uh, and how has COVID affected your um, your outreach to the community? Well, I have been dropping lit. Um, so if someone's outside, then I will ask them if I can put the literature on their door. Mm -hmm. If they're working in their yard, then I'll just wave to them. Then if they want to engage in a conversation, then I'll talk to them. But for the most part, most people um, have been wanting to talk. Right. And so that's been really, really nice. Uh, and I, I always ask them at the end of our conversation to please spread the word. Please let, you know, yeah, ask their friends, their relatives, neighbors um, to vote for me. And they have been saying yes. So we'll Good. see. Congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. Um, now, when I think of the recorder of deeds, mm -hmm. You were on Once Upon a Time, you explained it to us. Um, for our new listeners and subscribers, what is the Recorder of Deeds and what are you tasked with? Well, the Recorder of Deeds office is the keeper of the records, of the land records. So it allows, it has computers in there that allows people to come in and do research on their property. Um, it keeps 
uh, our mil military veterans a copy of their DD-214 if they file within the county. A lot of our veterans don't know that. So that's one of the things I want to do is bring uh, do outreach so that people can know the duties of the recorder and what they, what they do and what they should be doing. Um, it, uh, it, that's basically it. It has uh, uh, a copy center. Um, it has uh, scanners, so if people want to purchase, you know, whatever they're researching, it allows them to do that as well. Cool. Very cool. Um, and a little bit about you again, because I know you were on the show before. Yes. But for people that weren't listening or aren't familiar, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're from? Well, I'm, I live in Elgin. I've lived in Elgin for 40 years. Mm -hmm. I'm a realtor. I've been a realtor for 30 years. Um, I have one daughter, uh, and she lives in California. Um, let's see here. I'm a former Elgin City Council member and involved in many boards and commissions within the city of Elgin. Uh, very active um, and used to be extremely active, uh, especially when my daughter went off to college. That's when I got really active in the community. More time. Yeah. Up. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So um, that's about it. And then uh, I will tell you what I want to do once elected to the recorder's office. Is that okay right now? Absolutely. Okay. Um, one of the things that I have been um, doing is I look at different recorders' websites in the past and, and attend some of the events that Karen Yarbrough, who's the uh, former Cook County recorder, and I want to bring awareness and power our residents with knowledge. Their as a realtor, um, we get information about the housing market, so they're projecting that the housing market is going to be worse than the 2008 housing crisis. So what I've been telling people is right now we're under a um, medical pandemic, but when the restrictions are lifted, we're going. Some people are going to be faced with a financial pandemic. So I want to be in a position to empower people with knowledge to help them. It is not in the state statute that the recorder sh uh, can do that, but it's not in the state statute to say that you can't do that either. So, okay. and I believe as a elected official that you must go above and beyond. You have to do the maximum for the residents. You can't just sit there and say, it's not in the state statute, and, and don't do that. And again, what I want to do, Karen Yarbrough did it in 2008. So it has been done. You see it be effective. Yes, right. yes. And then um, also the recorder's office notifies people of scams. So I want to continue that, but take it a step further. I want to work with the sheriff's office, the local police departments, and find out if what's going on in their community so that our seniors and our, our residents who are vulnerable to any type of scams, to notify them of that and to let them know that about it. Uh, again, another recorder is already doing that. Lake County recorders are doing that. So I, it's, 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 some of the ideas are new, some of them are not. Some of them is just pr uh, pretty much implementing them, mm -hmm. um, and that's what I want to do. Uh, I, I, again, I can't stress enough that I don't believe that an elected official should just sit there. You're there for a reason. You're there to help the people, and you should do everything in your ability to help the people. You're in that position to share yes. your knowledge Correct. and empower others. Yes, yes. And actually, um, I attended an event that a young lady invited me to in Aurora uh, a couple months ago, about a month, month and a half ago. And I you know, talked about what I want to do in the recorder's mm -hmm. office. And at the end of my um, talking to the group, 
a young lady told me about her family and what they were going through with her, her aunt's house. Mm -hmm. So I gave her the knowledge to help her save her aunt's house. And she called me last week and she thanked me. And I told her, I said, you know what, I thank you. I said, because God has placed me in a position to help you, but you did what God wanted you to do by calling me to let me know that I'm on the right track mm -hmm. and that what I'm doing is, is is actually helping people, which I knew. But you know, you just need that extra encouragement. You do. You so, do. Um, and I and I thanked her uh, for doing that because she could have just went on and said, "Okay, you know what? We got the knowledge. We're saving the house," and then didn't, didn't have to notify me. Right. So I thanked her for that. Um, so that's a great story. Yeah. You know, speaking of great stories, mm -hmm. speaking of great stories, um, I heard that mm -hmm. this election mm -hmm. is going to be the most important election that we've seen in a long time. How do you feel about a statement like that? I, I agree with it. Yeah? I agree with it. Um, I think people should get out and vote. Uh, I'm not going to tell people who to vote for, but I don't like the divisiveness that's going on right um and i think um we are seeing more um racism than we have and we need to come together you know we can't be divisive as a nation we need to come together there's you know we're we at the end of the day we're all the same right you know, we all want the same thing. We all want, you know, a, a nice area to live in, uh, you know, food on our table, you know, clothes on our backs, to be able to provide for our families. So when you bring in the divisiveness, you are creating um, an environment that makes it hard for people to, 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 to I can't my, my, my speech, to thrive. And so I think we need to get out and vote so that we can hopefully start bringing some unity back to our country. Um, so I think this is a very important election. And I am asking people when you go in and vote, uh, I'm running as a Democrat, so vote Democrat down the ballot. Um, there's other candidates that's running countywide as well. What's the engagement like with the youth that you're seeing? Uh, some are pretty uh, excited about it, and some are kind of um, discouraged. And I try to talk to them and tell them about the importance of voting. Mm -hmm. um, they realize that this is an important election, but they, some of the ones that I've talked to feel like, okay, well, what is going to change for me? You know, right. what, is, what is really going to change for, for uh, me after this election? And I said, you know what? That's where you have to stay engaged. You have to make sure that you are writing your elected officials and letting them know your views. Granted, they can't do everything, every single thing that you're asking them to do, but if you have friends, you know, you, you gather together and you write a letter and you, you guys all sign that. So there's power in numbers and that's what I've been telling our youth. Hmm. Um, and for, for those populations who traditionally have not taken part in the voting process, mm -hmm. Uh, so this is a two-part question. The first is, why do you think turnout and participation is so low amongst people who, uh, amongst those traditional populations that don't get involved? Because I think people don't see their politicians addressing their needs, but at the same time, 
I say to them, have you relayed your needs, you know, to your politicians? Again, people can't do 100% of what you want them to do, but you have to make sure that they know. You And, and you know, everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's on, you know, a lot of people are on Twitter. And the old-fashioned way, you can write them. You can call them. You know, you can right. voice your, your, your concern. Um, and have a dial, you know, talk to them and, and see why they didn't they did a certain thing or they didn't do a certain thing. So um, I think that's that's why because people and I think a lot of people are, are very people are busy. People are trying to survive. Um, and when you get caught up in that, um, when you, politics is kind of secondary to them. You know, if you're working every day and, and you're working a, a minimum wage job and you're trying to provide for your family, the, and you got to come home, you got to take care of the kids, so you're exhausted. So yeah. the and, last thing on your mind is what Bill Foster's doing. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. True. And it should be because, you know, education. You know, you, 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 everything revolves around politics that, that could change your life. So people should be involved. But again, it's. You, they get caught up, and you know, it's a lot of people that's that's in the same situation. Right. The other part of the question is, how do we? What's the best way, in your opinion, mm-hmm. to engage those? Well, how do we? How do we shake them out? You got to meet people where they're at, you know. Um, and that's one of the things that I believe in is in community engagement, you know. Um, and I often say that you know politicians go to the churches when they want to vote, but you got to go. You got to go there when it's not. Uh, election time. Mm-hmm. You have to go to the events you, and then you have to host events to bring those the, those individuals that you're asking to vote for you. You have to host events to bring them to let them know what's going on. Um, I remember my mom um, lived in Streamwood and I forgot who her congressman, congressman was but this gentleman used to always do um, phone calls and my mom, she never said anything, never said anything, but she always attended. Um, so that was something that was very important to her. So you have to be able to go that extra mile and do things uh, to engage your, your constituents, again, when it's not election time. And I'm not saying go to the churches when it's not election time. I'm saying host events, invite them so that they can come and they can hear what you're doing. You know, uh, it can be quarterly, it can be annually, or it can be you know, semi-annually, um, but at least you're engaging your um, your constituents. I think that's a great point because yeah. you notice that too, like people that are out in the community mm-hmm. all year round mm-hmm. or different events or supporting different causes, mm-hmm. and then you know the ones that only come out during, you know, election. the election time yeah. or whatever. So yeah. I think the public does resonate with that mm-hmm. and they know who's truly involved in the community. Correct. Yeah, yeah people see that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People see that. Mm-hmm. They notice it. They see who's out and about mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. I actually like, it's funny, people are engaged enough to know who is or who may not be somewhere, mm-hmm. but not engaged enough to vote sometimes. You know, that's, I, I find that the conundrum. I, I personally, as a resident, I like to, you know, I like the accountability factor. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'd like to make sure that my friends and everybody I know votes because right. it is important, you know. Yeah. Um, you got to have a, a level of civic engagement. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, some of some of our people don't. But um, all you can do is talk to them. What's the best? Or well, what kind of events do you have and hold and host? Mm, well, when I was on Elgin City Council, um, I did a job fair 
very, very strong in, in employment, uh, trying to bring create jobs because again, I can talk to you till I'm blue, till you're blue in the face. But if I'm not trying to help you improve your life, you don't want to hear anything I got to say to you. Right. So I was very uh, strong with doing job fairs, uh, very strong with uh, trying to provide jobs. At that time, the state of Illinois had a program for ex-felons that they would um, hire them with the contractors would hire them. Um, that worked for the state. So I got jobs set aside for Elgin residents um, through that program. So those were, and then I did a back to school fair. Uh, I did coat drives. Um, so a lot of things to, to try to help our residents. I wasn't one of those who just sat there and, you know, went to the city council meetings and, you know, went to public events. I actually tried to help people. Um, and I remember one time I was in Walmart and I was buying um, some Christmas trees after Christmas for the following year to donate to single mothers um, at, through the crisis center. And this gentleman said to me, he says, ma'am, why are you buying all those Christmas trees? And I said, because I want to donate them next year to the crisis center or to single moms. And he said, you know what? You can have the two that's in my card. So those are the types of things that I did. And right. The, the, all the, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that. Feel good story before Christmas. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, so those are the types of things that I did, and those are the things that I, that I um, will continue to do. Um, again, as I mentioned, you know, partner with organizations that's already doing, educating people about saving their homes. It's not me creating a, diff a, a new program. It's just bringing in uh, organizations that's already doing it. What will you bring different to the position of Kane County Recorder of Deeds? Good customer service is very important to me. Um, so I will provide that. I called the, the uh, recorder's office a couple weeks ago and it took me to leave a message for the recorder. And it took me two minutes and 32 seconds to get somebody on the phone just to leave a message. Um, to me, that's, that's not good customer service. Um, I will, the forms are not in Spanish for our Spanish-speaking population. We have a large Hispanic population. We have a large Hispanic-speaking population. I think when I Googled it, um, those who only speak Spanish was like over 20%. So I will make sure that those forms are in Spanish for our Spanish-speaking population. That to me, that is very, that is very important. Um, I will, again, bring the programs there. Um, when we are looking for contractors, I won't just seek out one contractor. The, record, the current recorder was on um, the minutes for the Kane County Board mm -hmm. stating that um, she brought in an, an architect to look at the office to get it COVID ready because the office is currently closed. It's still closed. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is unacceptable to, for the office to still be closed when you have Lake County, McHenry County, and DuPage County uh, recorder's office open. And when I'm trying to get bids, I will not just work with one contractor. I will, when you're getting a bid for your house or you always go out and mm -hmm. seek more than one bid. Right. So in order to save the taxpayers money, I will get more, you know, multiple bids to see who can do the job the fastest mm -hmm. and who can also save me money and I can get top quality work. So those are some of the things that I will do also. We're currently, the, the recorder's office currently has a contract for the IT department. We're paying $300,000 a year for that contract. Uh, now I don't know if she you know, got more than one contract uh, one one bid, but if she did the same thing that she's doing with the COVID, she only got one bid. 
so I would get more than one contract. I would also see, I'm um, sorry, I would get more than one bid, but I would also see if our uh, IT department with the county could do the same thing and save money because we have an IT department with the county. Hmm. Um, then uh, if they couldn't, then I would also see how can I cut costs with that because I've talked to other recorders and they're paying um, less than half of what we're paying. They're paying 150, we're paying over 300,000 for yeah. our services. So making sure that I'm doing um, things <coughs> that will save the taxpayers money by also, but also providing good service to the taxpayers. Right. So yeah. Um, when you talk about the taxpayer, as a taxpayer, mm -hmm. uh, my ears perk up, mm -hmm. my ears speak up. Um, <laughs> what is the, um, what's the, what's the most persistent complaint residents have about taxes? Probably everybody said think they're too high. Um, yeah, probably everybody thinks that they're, they're too high. The property taxes yeah. and everything. Yeah. 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 Um, now, when it comes to the, uh, when it comes to the property taxes and your vision, well, how do we find you? What's your social media? Well, I'm on Facebook, uh, Brenda Rogers uh, for Kane County Recorder of Deeds. Mm -hmm. um, and then my phone number is listed. Uh, I'm in the, uh, you can Google my phone number. So um, I can give it out. Oh, go ahead. Uh, my cell phone number is 847-630-8614. My home number I'm, um, is 847, it's in the phone book. 847-931-9191. Please leave a message if you call my home. Um, oftentimes, I'm not there. Um, like this today, I left early, and I won't get back until later this evening. So leave a message. The best way to reach me is either email um, it, or my cell phone. And my email address is Brenda, my first name, and then sales, that's S as in um, Sam, E as in Edward, L as in Larry, L as in Love, S as in Sam, R as in Robert, E is an Edward, O is an octopus at yahoo.com. So it's Brenda Sales REO because I'm a realtor. So yeah. Oh, Brenda Sales REO because I'm a realtor. Woo! That was, <laughs> that was nice. Um, so, uh, Brenda. Yes. When I look around Elgin, Batavia, mm -hmm. South Elgin, Montgomery, um, Montgomery's King, mm -hmm. right? Montgomery is Kane County. No, 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 I don't think so. No. Kendall. Will. Okay. Or uh, excuse me, not Will. Um, uh, South Elgin, Batavia, Geneva, St. Charles. Camden, uh, Blackberry, Virgil, a, a small part of Algonquin. And uh, North Aurora. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a we got a pretty big county, mm -hmm. and you are responsible for all of that. Mm -hmm. Does it ever get daunting to you? How do you? Uh, what's what's your motivational regimen? You know what, I, um, when I can't sleep, I wake up in the middle of the night and I read the Bible. And I believe that, and, and this is what I say, I, I tell God, I said, you know what, God, if it is your will for me to help your people, you know what we're going to be facing. If it is your will for, to place me in that position to help your people, you will provide me with what I need to make sure that the job is done. And I don't worry about it. Give it to God and let it go. Yeah, let it go. Yeah. Uh, what's a typical day in the life of Brenda Rogers like? Well, it's um, like I wake up about four, four o'clock, between three thirty and four o'clock, um, and I do a little thing, some things for the for the campaign, do all my emailing and and texting, 
people at three and four o'clock in the morning. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> about and, to say, you texting people that early? <laughs> oh my god. I, I, otherwise, you know, they don't hear from me until late at night. So I, I try to get all of that taken care of before six or seven o'clock in the morning. Um, then I started getting dressed mm -hmm. so that I can leave and you know go out and start uh, either dropping lit um, or I've been doing pop-ups at different busy corners. Mm -hmm. So I just stand out there and I you know with my sign. Then I go back home because I have a dog and I have to go home and feed her and let her out. Um, and then I um, check, check, check my messages, do some things for real estate, and then go back out. So that's my day. That's a busy day. Yeah. That is a busy, busy, busy life. Yeah. Um, what's it like being a realtor as well? Um, pretty much the same, uh, but my clients have been very understanding. Um, of my time so I in between that I, I'll show property or I'll go on a listing appointment um, so yeah and you know negotiating contracts everything is easy with you know with technology now so right right yeah. no more facts in it no, and all that no you got 10 pages of the document signed <laughs> yeah <laughs> so and I, I do that also in the morning you know about, about four o'clock I'll send out uh, my emails and, and text messages to the attorneys to my buyers my sellers so yeah Nice. Yeah. Um, we've been asking everybody this question too. With mail-in voting and early voting, what advice can you give to citizens that want to get out and do this? Should they be aware of what should they, how should they be prepared? Yes, especially if you're high risk. Um, I would definitely encourage you to do the mail-in ballot. Um, and make sure you send it in so that it's there ahead of time. Um, so that's the information that I've been telling people. Is to sure. if, you, if, you, if you have to decide which way is best for you, and you have to be comfortable with that. So if you choose the mail-in ballot, just do it and send it in. Okay. And then they have to, if they decide to go in person, you have to give bring your mail-in ballot with you and mm -hmm. surrender that, so that way there's not a double. Correct. Yes. Dipping, I guess. Right. Speak. Yeah. Yeah. Not more yeah. than twice. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, don't vote twice. <laughs> Silly. Um, the time is now 9.17 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we are sitting down with our friend of the show, Brenda Rogers, candidate for Kane County Recorder of Deeds. I, uh, I asked last time we were interviewing. Mm -hmm about the oldest deed in Kane County, mm -hmm. um, if, you, uh, if you knew knew what it was um, and everything like that. And we got some fact checkers out there doing, the, doing their job and everything. Um, in Kane County, are you also responsible for like the deeds of famous places and historical landmarks? Is that in Any your land. purview? Any, Any land. land, yes. Any land. Any land, so yeah. So if it's, you know, if it's, well, where is that? Um, there's a place in, I think it's St. Charles, where they say that it was Al Capone's hangout. So the deed to that would be there. I mean, it probably, I'm sure it wouldn't say it was his hangout, mm -hmm. but the deed would be there. So yeah. Right. Interesting. Um, famously enough with Al Capone, he's got a couple of places around that I've heard about. He's got one in, I thought there was one in Geneva as well. There's one in here in Aurora and there's one in Wheaton or uh, oh, okay. well, Wisconsin, I think. Yeah. Quite a guy at Al Capone, his, yeah. own, his own recorder of deeds. <laughs> um, now, when I go to vote, or mm -hmm. you know, can you shout out some other candidates? Would you like to at the moment? Um, 
in well count countywide there's Corrine Perogue who's running for chair, Brittany Pedersen who's running for judge, um let's see here. Teresa is running for clerk and Jamie is running for state's attorney. Uh, Penny is running for auditor. So those are the other countywide candidates. Okay. Do you canvas on the week or uh, can, uh, excuse me, uh, do you go out and do your thing on the weekends as well? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's when I have most of my help. I, my, I have uh, my nieces and my nephews have been very uh, good at helping me. So um, so I'm there on the weekends also. Mm. Um, do you have any upcoming? initiatives like this weekend well this weekend I will be um, dropping lit uh, both Saturday and Sunday um, my nieces are young so they have to remind me that Auntie Brenda we still have a life so one niece is helping me on Saturday the other niece is helping me on Sunday but my nephews are helping me both days so I will be dropping lit both days and um, then the following weekend uh, dropping lit as well and then the, um, the weekend after the 19th um, I will be doing a fish fry for a get out to vote. Um, so it is going to be um, where if individuals have voted, they show their I voted sticker and they'll get like three or four dollars off of their uh, their dinner. So yeah. And where's that going to be? We at? Like in Elgin. Okay. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm also trying to plan one for Aurora as well. So fish fry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm liking that. I'm liking that. Yeah. You get your perch, get your fries on the mm -hmm. side. Yes, you got to yeah. do that. Yeah. Get the fillets. Mm -hmm. Just like that, it's a cooking show. I'm hungry already. <laughs> um, now, you have run before, mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. What's different from your first experience to present? Well, um, we didn't have COVID, so we could actually <laughs> knock on doors and uh, talk to people. Um, Technology wasn't used as much then mm -hmm. as it is now, so that kind of helps. Um, and I would think those are the two major differences. Um, yeah. Uh, what have you learned? Well, um, from then till now, that you can't take anything for granted. You have to. Um, still do it you know and I and I I'm a firm believer that the old-fashioned way still works and that is you know meeting people and um, engaging with people so that's why I've been dropping lit um, how else do people do it yeah that's the only one right? well some people don't some people don't don't do that some people um, yeah they don't they don't do that my what opponent they, what we, we had <laughs> we had we had Two forms scheduled for the League of Women Voters, and my opponent didn't show up for either, so the, the, the forms were canceled. So, um, and she didn't show up in 2012 either when I ran against her, except for the Geneva Batavia St. Charles form uh, with the League of Women Voters. So, some people um, don't believe in engaging with the public, um, unfortunately. Quite unfortunate. Yeah. Quite unbecoming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting. I wouldn't vote for anybody who wouldn't show up to a debate or a discussion forum. It's the whole point of uh, getting to know who the uh, individuals are, seeing it's their joust. Right. The joust is what, yeah, I'm here for the joust. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't either, especially if I knew that the person canceled. There's no way. I mean, if you don't respect me enough to show up so I can hear your, um, 
your views and, and what you're going to do and what you have done, then you don't, to me, you wouldn't get my vote because you don't, you're not showing me nor the community the respect. Um, what does it mean when people say, uh, well, when people do that to you and they don't show up, what's, is there a means to change, how do we change that? I can't imagine that there would just be consistent forums with one person not showing up and the forums still go on. Isn't there a disqualifying factor? Well, for instance, the league, what they do is if uh, one candidate don't show up, then for that, for that particular position, the forums, that form is canceled. So both candidates have to be there. Um, in 2012, what the forums did, uh, we had way more, for, more, way more forums in 2012, and that could be because it was in person then, and now everything is Zoom. But what they did is um, they just allowed me to speak, or they, uh, some allowed, some would introduce me, and some would ask me questions. So it would really depend on uh, what group was hosting it. Hmm, interesting. The League of Women Voters. Okay. Mm -hmm. What other ones have you attended? What other? We only had two forums, and that was uh, that that we had scheduled, and that was the League, the, okay. and that was the Elgin League, and then the um, the Central City, which was Geneva, St. Charles, Batavia. But last night I attended the People's Coalition. They had uh, an event last night, and um, I got to get a shout out to uh, Chicano. Um, oh, word he, up. He's coming Monday. Oh, yeah. Chicano, what's up? <laughs> I'll see you Monday. Yeah, he um, got me in to uh, speak with them. So um, we'll see if they endorse me. And then tomorrow, no, Thursday, I am. I will be in Aurora. And I forget, it's a coffee and uh, tea, I think, event. And mm -hmm. I forgot who's hosting that. But other than that, that's uh, pretty much it uh, as far as speaking engagements because my opponent... She uh, refused to attend both of those forums. We did have the Daily Herald interview, um, and I brought out some of the things that I talked about with you guys, mm -hmm. um, as far as you know, the contracts, mm -hmm. the um, the forms not being in Spanish, the customer service. So, yeah. Um, did you win the endorsement of the Herald, or no. is that still undecided? No, I did not. And I think the majority of the people that won and all the other uh, races as well were all Republicans. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Pause for effect. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the time is now. <laughs> yeah. The time is now 9.25 a.m. and you are listening and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We are here with our friend of the show, Brenda Rogers, candidate for Kane County Recorder of Deeds. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Accountability in government is not a nice to have. It's a must have. That's why I'm voting for Tracy Miller for Kane County Board District 4. As a mother and businesswoman, she understands the middle class. From an election judge, citizens committees, and as a precinct committee person, she's been here with us, with the people. Tracy has over 30 years of experience as an accountant, CPA, and small business owner. She is fighting to keep the property taxes from going up and to keep us, the citizens, informed of what's taking place. 
I want a voice in the county government that listens to me. I want a friend, a neighbor, an advocate. I want someone who cares. That's why, as an Aurora resident, I'm voting Tracy Miller on November 3rd for Kane County Board District 4. Our city and our county deserve the best. Vote Tracy Miller. Paid for by friends of Tracy Miller. Good morning, Aurora. I am Brenda Rogers, candidate for Kane County Recorder of Deeds. As your next Recorder of Deeds, I will protect our taxpayers' investment, bring awareness to the position, and do outreach to our residents and veterans. I am asking for your vote during early voting, mail-in ballot, or on November 3rd. Vote for Brenda Rogers, Kane County Recorder of Deeds, paid for by Citizens for Brenda Rogers. Um... I would like to know, what's your stance on the environment? Well, um, I do believe in climate change. Um, not versed on that, but I do believe in it. My daughter's very, very big on it. Um, I do believe in recycling. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, my position as the recorder you know, wouldn't have anything to do with the climate, so, right. or the environment. Right. So, but I, mean, I do, again, I do believe in recycling. Right. I know you're not time skilling, but, even, you know, even a question like that, you'd be surprised. Some people yeah. are like, the environment, oh, man, it's always been here. You know, I, uh, I throw my Burger King wrapper on the ground. I'm like, hmm, really? Okay. Yeah, no. No voting. No. <laughs> no. Um, where are you from originally? Mississippi. Um lived in Mississippi until I was 13, moved to Chicago, lived on the west side, the north side, then we moved to Elgin. We were supposed to move to Carpentersville. I don't know if I told you guys this story. I don't know. No, I don't um, think so. We were supposed to move to Carpentersville. We went out, cleaned the house that day, and that morning, the following morning, um, got a call. I remember the phone ringing, 5 o'clock in the morning. A house had burned. Um, so we moved to Elgin, and I have lived there ever since, except for when my mom moved to Streamwood. And then I moved back to Elgin, have been there ever since. I think I moved uh, into my own place in 83 or 84, I can't remember. I've been there ever since. So we moved to Elgin in 19, I think 78, um, and then moved away, and then I moved back in 83. So, yeah. Wow. But we didn't move that far. We only moved to Streamwood. Okay. So I still went to Elgin High. I'm completely unfamiliar with uh, Streamwood. Was that where the hangovers were? It's near Shorewood. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or no, not not hangovers. Uh, Who was it? Alika Alika Uh, Arlen Band. That's who it was, yeah. This band came on the show one day. Oh, and inside they kept show. getting Shorewood and Streamwood <laughs> oh, confused. Okay. So. Okay. so they're, they're a little different. Okay, yeah, because I'm like, I don't know <laughs> How long were you on the Elgin City Council? I was on for one term, four years. Okay. Yeah. Why no, uh, why no other term? I'm sorry. Didn't win the election. Yeah. Um, what would you say to people now that, that might be thinking you're not experienced for a recorder? What do you bring over the incumbent or how, you know, some change with them? Well, um, I've been in the real estate industry for 30 years. Um, the recorder's office deals with land. Um, I have a mm-hmm. bachelor's degree in, in management and leadership uh, from Judson University. Very involved in the community. Um, 
my track record as a, as a council member shows that I'm able and capable of doing the job. Um, and it also shows that I am uh, one of those who believe in going above and beyond um, to do the job. So, and you know, as far as managing, I've been a, a managing broker since 2012 uh, in real estate. So, mm -hmm. which is, um, we used to have uh, sales associates and broker license, and they changed it. Now it's broker license and managing broker, so I can manage an, an office. Um, so I, I think all of that shows that uh, I have the qualifications to do the job. Uh, when I was with um, my former companies, I was in the top 10% um, nationwide with uh, sales. Uh -uh. And so that was uh, quite an accomplishment. So I know what I'm doing and uh, very good at, when I set my mind to doing something, very good at it. And uh, very creative, um, think out of the box, very good, extremely good at researching. Um, so I can do that job and do it very well and exceed cool. anybody's expectations of it. Ooh. And, and persistent because Ooh. you keep going Ooh. for this. The so power. Yeah, you're, not, you're not giving up on this. No. The easily. power. Yeah. I got goosebumps when you <laughs> said that. <laughs> Dang. Um, what is the, what's the toughest obstacle you've had to overcome in thus life? far in life? My toughest, toughest obstacle. I was a single mom. I was a young single mom. Um, and um, I had my daughter when I was in high school. So, and I put her first. She was my number one priority. Um, and I remember when she graduated from high school, I don't know if I should tell you all this. Um, she had more, more than anything I had. You know, I... Um, so we went shopping and she's like, oh, mom, you know, she was on, on her way to college. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, mom, you're going to buy me some shoes. I said, did you count the, the number of shoes you have, have the shoes you have in your closet? And she's like, yeah. I said, mom's getting ready to buy her some shoes now. <laughs> right. You can never have too many shoes. Right. <laughs> so, so she was always my number one priority. Uh, she knew from day one that she was going to go to college. Mm -hmm. And um, after I put her through school, then I went back and got my degree. So, um, and I did that because I wanted to be an example to her and I wanted to be an example for my nieces and nephews. Mm -hmm. um, so I think my biggest obstacle has, was, was, you know, raising a young girl, um, a single mom, uh, raising her and, you know, watching her become the amazing woman that she is. Wow, I have an awesome daughter. Um, and I think that's my biggest accomplishment. Or, and my obstacle was raising her as a single parent. But, you know what, we made it. And as the old saying goes, you know, what doesn't kill you make you stronger. Um, so as a single parent you go through a lot of you go through a lot of things. So um, You know the struggles that a yes. lot of the community yes. is facing. Exactly. Um, so I think those have been some of my biggest obstacles. Um, but we made it. It's the biggest success you've had so far. Biggest, biggest, biggest success. I think, you know, I told you guys about the Walmart, uh, and for me, that was successful because I was able to provide jobs for people. You know, it wasn't about me. It's never been about me. It's always been about helping other people because I, I know that, you know, God's going to provide for me. I'm going to be okay. But it's always, you know, providing for people, and I'm a firm believer that you can't help somebody unless you've been through something. You know, you can't be a testimony unless you've been through something. So those have been, uh, that was, I would, I would say, my biggest accomplishment. Um, and then, you know, getting my degree. 
um, you know, going back to school later on and getting my degree. So yeah, those two things. Those two things. Put your daughter through school first, and then went back, back and got your degree. Yeah, yeah. I, I started the I started in August uh, of the year that she was graduating. So she graduated in December, and I started in August of that same year. Very strong. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah. And my, my girlfriends always told me, they said, Brenda, you know, you've been through a lot. So, girl, you may have a bachelor's degree, but you got a Ph.D. in, in, in uh, the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Teaching classes on that. Yeah. Um, so before we go, um, as you know, this, this show still ends on a uh, on a positive, always ends on a positive note. Uh, I do want to get your I want a message from you as a candidate. Um you know, an, an impassioned message to people to get out and vote. The census really um, just passed and everything turnout was low in particular areas and everything like that. Um, is there any message that you have that you would like to spur people, especially African Americans, mm -hmm. to spur them to take part in the process, all of the process of government? Well, um, again, as I stated, that we have someone in office who has been divisive and spreading a message of, um, of um, that's not love. Um, so I think that, you know, for African Americans, um, Hispanics, we need to come together. We definitely need to come together and we need to get out and vote. Um, you might not have the person that you're voting for your your first choice because I've heard you know I listen to a lot of talk mm -hmm. radio and a lot of people are not happy with the choices that they have but my thing is uh, as Michelle Obama said um, you, we got to vote so that we know that we have a tomorrow mm -hmm. you know so and then we deal with that in four years you know you we have time to prepare but I think we we definitely need to vote. We definitely need to um, do our research and vote for the other candidates because the local <coughs> elections affect us. Yes. You can you can reach those local elections, those lo uh, local politicians. You can go and you can um, you can voice your opinions to them. You know that most of them have phone numbers or have an office, mm -hmm. and you can go and you can voice your your opinion. And if they're not doing what you want them to do, you know what? You get, they only got four years. Right. They only got four years. Yeah. Um, so that's what that would be my. Um, my word for people is to, to make sure that you, not only do you vote, but you get you, everybody in your household to vote, your neighbors, your friends, you know, your, your relatives, encourage people to vote. We need record number turnout in this election. Um, and it's very crucial. Um, and I, and I, I, I personally, you know, after watching the debates, um, I, I, or the, the debate, not debates, but after watching the debate, um, trying to encourage as many people as I possibly can uh, to get out and vote. And, you know, I was embarrassed. I was really embarrassed for our country to see that, you know, the President of the United States was um, acting like that. Um, it was the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, well, yeah. So I, I think we need that. And um, I mean, not that, we need people to get out and vote for those reasons in order to try to unify us right 
you know, we, we need unity. We don't need someone to in office who is, you know, telling people to stand by or, or uh, we don't need that. Oh. So, and especially as you mentioned, the local elections mm -hmm. typically historically have had low turnout. So we've seen how it makes a difference mm -hmm. that every vote counts and that you get out yes. there and you use that right to vote. Yes, yes. I remember um, there was a guy who was running for county board in Elgin and he lost like by 17 votes. So every vote does count. Mm -hmm. And I was talking. Who was it? Uh, Willie, Willie Clemens. Okay. Uh, this was about 15 years ago. He was running for county board. And then I was talking to Adriana, I forgot her last name. She was running for ECC board okay. four years ago, I think. Elgin Community College? Yes. And she lost by 21 votes Damn. four years ago. So she's running again. Yeah. Uh, shout out to her. Uh, so she's running again. And um, we, we just got to encourage people to get out right. and vote. Yes, because um, as, as you mentioned, it's <coughs> they're, they're so easily acceptable yes. on a local level. Yes. You, know, yes. you want to make sure you vote for the national mm -hmm. elections, mm -hmm. but your local ones are the ones that you're probably going to have the most impact. And they do. They, yes. The local elections do mm -hmm. have the most impact on a person's life. Mm -hmm. um, and they, again, you can reach those people. You right. can go in and talk to them. And guys, I, I tell you, there's strength in numbers. There's, I believe in that. So if you, if you have a thought, chances are you have some friends or relatives that have the same thought. And if you can't relay that message to your, to your elected official, then, you know, talk to your friends. Go in and talk to that person. No elected official should be in a position where you can't go in and talk to them, where they're un, unreachable. You know, because, you know, let's face it, you're the ones who's paying their salary. Right. It's your tax dollars that's paying their salary. They work for you, you know. Um, and I think a lot of times politicians forget that, you know, oh. that they work for the people, that the people is paying their salary. It's not just a, a high you yeah, know, exactly. profile job. It's, it's You're actually a public servant. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Halloween candy. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Uh, Halloween candy. Uh, for a while it was Almond Joy. Um, but I think now, probably Snickers. Snickers? Yeah. Yeah, probably Snickers. Twix, Payday. Okay. <laughs> My favorite Halloween candy? That's a good question. Um, I'm gonna say I like the uh, Twizzlers pulling peels. When I get those in the in the candy bag for Halloween, mm -hmm. you know, you, you pull off each individual oh, strip. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, the Twizzler pulling peel is probably the best one. Okay. For me, uh, I'm a gummy bear, gummy, you know, Swedish fish kind of dude. So um, yeah, any kind of fruity candy, I'm taking that for for uh, Halloween. Okay. Yeah, don't do the candy corn and all that. Uh, no. Yeah. What's trick or treating gonna look like this year? You got you uh, you're gonna be taking the, the girls out. Is your house gonna be a center for the children to get their sweets and everything? No, no. You're not gonna hit them with some literature in the bag too. Like take a Snickers, but take, <laughs> make sure you make sure you vote for your girl now. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a good idea. But no, I last year um, I bought all this candy. Yeah. And I had five kids. So then I was stuck with the candy. So I, I ended up giving it away to, uh, actually one mom said, you know, no, 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 don't, don't give them that much. So I ended up giving it away to my nieces and nephews. Um, so this year, I wasn't planning on buying a lot, so I'll probably have a lot of kids this year. Right, uh, <laughs> that's usually how it goes. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I won't buy that much. Um, haven't really decorated the outside of my house. I put up the little 
the window cleans things, mm -hmm. um, but haven't done a lot because I'm not there, you know, to, to decorate it. Right. That'll be spooky enough. They knock yeah. on the house, it's empty. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> oh, no, what's going on in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the time is now 9.40 a.m. You are listening and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we have been blessed to be here with our friend of the show, candidate for Kane County Recorder of Deeds, Brenda Rogers. Uh, shout out to De uh, Devin McCarty-Mills. How y'all doing? Big shout out. Twizzlers pulling pill. You know how it is. Um, so, as you know, the show ends on a positive note, and it will end on your note mm -hmm. today. Uh, what is your message for the citizens of Aurora slash Kane County? Um, a positive note is we're having a beautiful day outside. Let's take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. um, let's get out and vote uh, early and bring your friends, your relatives, your neighbors out with you. Um, and remember that every day is a, is a wonderful day and always use it to the best of your ability and encourage others, be kind to others. I think that's it. One more question actually. Uh, What's the power of faith? What is the power of faith? Uh, that's a good question. I guess we stay with the heat on Good Morning Aurora. Yeah, I guess with belief. I mean, because I have no doubt that whatever the outcome is, that it's not my father's, what he wants me to do. And that whatever I go through, he's preparing me for the next chapter. You know, so, yeah, I mean, I don't worry about it. So I guess that's it. You know, I just I just trust in him and he will take care of it. You know, my mom said to me, because she worries about me driving up and down, you know, the Fox Valley area at night and, you know, like, you know, what if you're being followed because she's watching the news? And I'm like, Mom, I got the blood of Jesus with me. I said, I'm not worried about nothing. I said, uh, you know, I, I'm just not worried. So I guess that's my faith, I, I believe. And um, I don't want to go to church with you, but you know oh go there go <laughs> there go ahead. It's, it's it's you know the you can you know the the, the touching of his hymn you know the, the hymn of his garment so um i just don't worry about it i, I really don't i know you don't that's why because it's all it's going to work out I'm, you know and like i said you know i if he wants me there to help his people i'll be there if he doesn't then there's other avenues for me you know to help people so you know Believe. That's one of the yeah. things I like. You are dedicated. I know that about you. Dedicated. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. You've been watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we have been blessed to be here with our friend of the show, candidate for Kane County Recorder of Deeds, Brenda Rogers. This is a great interview. Uh, I want to tell all of you to get out and vote. Make sure that you get out there and vote. If you have friends who are not registered to vote, Register them to vote, get them, go over their house, put them on the internet, make it happen. Uh, there are a lot of great candidates out there running, so please do your civic duty and vote. Get, in, uh, get involved, get engaged, and we will see you guys here tomorrow on the Second Largest Cities First Daily News Podcast. Vote Brenda Rogers. Be blessed, be strong, be motivated, and be dedicated. And with that, we out.